uh, greetings. Uh, this is uh, Jim Ellermeyer. I'm here uh, with my good friend and producer, co-host, uh, Mr. Mike. And together we're fishing in the stream of life yet once again. And as we often do, Mike, we're fishing without bait. That's right. So again, uh, would you like to review or remind our uh, listening audience about what we're doing in a stream of life without bait? Without bait, we're we're taking the moment. We're slowing down. We're uh, managing our expectations of uh, how many fish are going to get on that hook, and just uh, enjoying the moment and slowing down and thinking about right here and right now. Absolutely. So, and again, when I keep referring back to twelve-step uh, recovery, one of the stories in the back of the books, acceptance is the answer. When he talks about uh, the uh, greater expect my expectations, the lower my serenity. And the lower ex- my expectations, the greater my serenity. Okay. So, in our last podcast, we were talking a bit about fear and how fear can be a corroding thread that runs through people's lives. And we indicated that we took a break from our uh, talk about mindfulness and how it transcends and crosses uh, different type of faith communities. And this evening we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Judaism. And so quite often, uh, Mike, when we talk about religions, most what we don't understand is that most religions are more about life philosophies and designs for living rather than religions. Life philosophies and designs for living. So how does mindfulness incorporate itself into into Judaism, okay? So uh, when we talked about previous broadcasts, we talked about how mindfulness uh, goes, goes, across, across, goes across barriers, goes across faith barriers, goes across uh, all different types of beliefs, and, and, and it's about being aware and present and, and basically about a connection. Uh, I'm kind of a fan of uh, Rabbi uh, Jill Zimmerman, and she talks about the Judaism at its core is about developing gratitude, appreciating and blessing the moment, and pausing and seeing the Creator in each single per- each single soul, seeing the divine, seeing the Creator in each single person, blessing the moment. Can you bless the moment without being in it, Mike? That'd be a little difficult. Absolutely. So that kind of connects me with the Buddhist term namaste. Uh, when you, I'm sure you've heard the term namaste before. People will greet each other with it or when they end a, when they end a conversation with a friend, with a person. Uh, and namaste is one of those phrases that has many different types of translations. And one of them is, is that the divine in me recognizes and honors the divine in you. And could you see the connection a bit when the uh, Judaism talks about uh, appreciating and blessing the moment and seeing the creator in each soul? Would not that uh, cross coincide with seeing, uh, recognizing the divine in, in people? And, and that's, um, and especially when we talk about like interpretations of, of, these religions, I mean, that seems like the antithesis of, of the, you know, judgment and, and, and hate that you, you, you see in the world, you know, from, from people in these religions. The, the bottom line, the faith is so, in the Christian religion, when they asked uh, Jesus what the, the two greatest commandments were, mm-hmm. 
love the Lord God with your whole heart, your whole mind, and your whole soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. Right. Those, that's the basis. That is the basis of Jesus' teaching. Okay? So what, the, what does in Judaism, what does it say? It says, treat your neighbor as you would want to be treated. That is the basis, the core of our religion, our faith, and the rest is, the rest is periphery. Mm-hmm. The rest is comment. And it seems like the most detached that, that the people, the part that people get most detached from these days. Sure. And quite often what we do is we, when we associate, we associate meditation with Eastern religions, do we not? Right. Such as uh, Hinduism or Buddhism. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there's, there's much evidence that states that the Jewish faith uh, had meditative practices long, long into the dim recesses of history. Uh, when they when they talk about Abraham and they talk about him going out into the fields, uh, when Rebecca first met Isaac, Isaac was of course uh, Abraham's firstborn. Uh, what they talk about, he first he uh, Rebecca first spotted him when he was out in the field meditating, and quite often they talk about uh, Isaac digging wells, going out digging wells. And when really what they were talking about was his examining his own conscience. Digging wells means being contemplative and meditative and searching into his own soul and his connection with the all. Okay? So acquiring a peaceful and a balanced soul is, is one of the goals of Judaism. Okay? Requiring a peaceful and balanced soul. So what we're doing is we're looking for, again, we're looking for some equilibrium. Well, we're not. We're looking for uh, being uh, having a non-judgmental stance. So, if you're being judgmental, or if you're being allowing emotions to overcome you, uh, would you call that peaceful? Would you call that balanced, Mike? No, absolutely not. You're kind of uh, going along for the ride at that point. You most certainly are. You're the the ride of your emotions, just as we talked before about our friend Rumi talking about our mind being a cattle driver and us being the camels, being driven under its bitter control. So let's talk a little bit about the, the, one of the uh, traditional Hebrew greetings in Hebrew, the word shalom. Have you ever heard anybody say that? I have. It's kind of the, the uh, I don't want to say t- typical Jew- Jewish word I, I would hear, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's the one everybody knows and associates with the, with the, with the group. Right. So quite often what it is, is it, it's used as a greeting. Mm-hmm. Is it not shalom? So... However, shalom also means peace, and shalom is is actually blessing each other, blessing each other. So, when we when we're when we're blessing someone, when we're saying shalom, we're saying may peace be upon you. And quite often, what what does what? And we when we cross into Islam, what do we say when they talk about the prophet? They say may peace be upon him. When when the when the Muslims say Jesus, they talk. They say, "May peace be upon him." That means that they they, they bless these people. They they hold them in reverence. They hold them in in, in high regard. So, and again, uh, the basis of all basic religions is is talking to the Creator. Prayer is is it not? So, what's what is prayer more? or less than, than meditation, okay? So what are we trying to do with prayer? We're trying to increase our conscious connection with the divine. And you can also say to connect that with, in the Buddhist terms, would be your inner self. 
to develop awareness. Okay. So when do when does what do you people generally pray for, Mike? Peace, um, um, betterment, I guess. Sure, absolutely. Or, or sometimes people certainly pray for selfish things, do they not? Oh, certainly, certainly. Uh, sometimes I'm sure everyone out there has uh, maybe talked about what we used to talk about, like foxhole prayers. Get me out of this one. Oh, bargaining prayers, mm -hmm. you know. Sure. You know, don't let the lights come on behind me. Uh, please uh, let me pass this test. Uh, please uh, let me be able to pay the rent. Mm -hmm. uh, all different. Let, don't let me be fired. Please let me uh, get this job. Okay, so the real the real th about prayer is increasing our conscious contact. So we talked a little bit about uh, greater and lesser jihad again uh, when we talked about Islam, and again it's that inner struggle about, and the same as in Judaism, about removing the blocks and the barriers that separate us from awareness. Okay, what would you think that some of the blocks and the uh, obstacles that prevent us from awareness um kind of uh, again kind of that reaction thing just the, the the world around you you know um or or the time traveling that we talk about and thinking about uh, tomorrow and not right now it just you know your 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 head is not in what you're doing absolutely so we're so distracted we're so distracted by sights, sounds and images that are blasting us from every particular uh, the point in our lives, from right. the moment we wake up until the moment we go to sleep. And many people, even when they sleep, when they take their tablets, when they take their phones, they leave them on all night. They, they leave the television on all night. They leave the radio on all night. There, there is never, there's never a moment. There's never a moment to pause. There's never a moment to reflect. There's never mo a moment to be mindful, to be in that moment. So many people... Uh, Speak about Jewish dietary laws, about about being kosher and the type of uh, laws that they have according to eating. Well, really, what it all has to do with about is about mindful eating. Okay, so when when Jewish people eat, what it is is that it's about to, to bring appreciation for the food. It's about acknowledging the energy of that food and where it came from. To be mindful. To be mindful about where you eat, to be to be mindful of the texture and the smells, and also to be mindful of when when your body is full. Okay, how many eat? How many people eat beyond when they're sated? When they're when they're full? I think a few of us just did at, uh, over Thanksgiving. Absolutely, <laughs> for sure. So when we talk about mindful eating, we're aware of our bodies, are we not? Right. So quite often, how often do we eat? without even tasting the food because I'm talking to grandma or I'm watching something on television and we're, we're not, we're not, we're being very mindful. Uh, there's many rabbis, uh, also Mike that teach and, and, uh, urge people to give a hundred blessings a day, a hundred blessings a day. So what is that other than basic gratitude? When we, when we, give a hundred blessings a day and we can give a blessing to the birds. We can give a blessing to water. We can give a blessing to our friends. That feels like, um, kind of your prescriptions to say hi to the cashier and, and, and smile and, and greet them. 
You know, that, to me, that, that, that kind of sounds similar. So what are we doing? We're shining a little light into the darkness, are we not? Right. So sometimes we get overwhelmed with all the perceived evils of the world and man's inhumanity to man and how we're treating the planet and everything. So the idea is, are we going to sit at home and be angry and concerned and upset about those things? Or are we going to try to do something? There's a, there's an old comment. There's an old quote that says, uh, no one can do everything, but everyone can do something. So could he, what could you imagine what the world would be if each of us would give a hundred blessings a day? So definitely have a better vibe to it. Well, and so what? 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 What is better to combat negativity than with than with some positivity, some positive vibes, blessings? Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Could you even start to give twenty five blessings a day? Try to imagine what a change in an attitude that would be for you. And it makes a difference. Um, we uh, actually were uh, getting a bite to eat here before this. And, and I remember just the person on the other end just having a lot of energy and how infectious that is. And I think we don't realize it's not just you being goofy and smiling. It's like you're, you're exchanging positive energy at that point. Absolutely. So blessings also not only wishes shalom, peace, and good things upon you, it also... It also generates positivity within yourself, mm -hmm. does it not? Even sometimes when when it's darkest, and uh, all religions, all faiths, what do they what do they say? What what did Jesus say? Pray for who? Pray for your enemies. Pray for them. It's uh, it crosses all lines, all faiths, all credos, all designs for living. In twelve step recovery, they talk about uh, people uh, that are that are, treat you badly, people that are mean, uh, that do these type of things, they, they refer to them as being ill, in, mm -hmm. in the ill. And the thing is, would you kick a sick friend, Mike? No. No, no. So why, why would we intentionally try to hurt someone who's ill? Absolutely. The person so, you're having a problem with probably has bigger problems that they're dealing with. Sure. So I, I really, I caught on to... What the, the rabbi said when he was talking about blessing a hundred, give a hundred blessings a day. Mm -hmm. So today my uh, suggestion is for everyone out there listening is to let's start off with 10 blessings a day. Can we start off with 10 blessings a day? We always talk about doing a kindness for another. So my suggestion is start, start off giving 10 blessings a day. And blessings today and my suggestion is that it will it will improve your attitude improve your life and perhaps connect you a little bit better with the moment so until then it's so good to be with you again please check out our website at fishingwithoutfaith.com where you can listen to the show comment on our discussions and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast fishing without bait is a production of namaste holistic counseling pc